Hey everyone, this is Laurie Ricciadoni. You are listening to A Taste for All Seasons. This show explores living with the seasons, and we do this through food and lifestyle and mindfulness. We're coming to a close of another year, an ending, and I've been reflecting on this past year, looking at what I created, with whom did I create it with, and where I have spent my time, my energy. And I look at this time of the year as an opportunity to perhaps let some things go that aren't serving who I am right now, who I have been stepping into, because we're, we're always expanding, right? And maybe let go of some things that perhaps feel stagnant and maybe clean up anything that needs my attention. And it isn't always easy to navigate endings, particularly if we aren't the one initiating them. I could relate to that. I will share some of my reflections and effective tips to guide us in stepping into our next phase on our incredible journey, which it is that And as always, I will share a recipe that reflects the ingredients of the season. It's the holiday season. I'm going to walk you through my gorgeous plant-based eggnog, and I think you're really going to love it. It's given me a whole new appreciation for the celebratory eggnog and also how we can turn that festive drink into a warm, nourishing drink this winter that really supports our bodies. So, if you are a curious person or cook, stay with us. You can listen to all the episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts, and also all the shows are on my website, laurierichidoni.com. Let's talk about necessary endings. I was teaching a cooking class recently at my uh, home in Asheville, and a client of mine had just finished reading a book where the author looks at endings as a necessary part of moving forward, creating something new, kind of a strategic step to something better, meaning perhaps more authentic to who we have become. As I said, we're constantly changing and evolving and hopefully growing, and there is a time and a season for all things, beginnings and endings. Really makes sense if you think about it. And while I have come to know and accept endings uh, are a natural part of life, we often experience them with a sense of uncertainty, remorse, sometimes fear, and oftentimes with great sadness. And I've had all of those emotions along the way. We will take a deeper look into why endings are necessary in life and perhaps shift our thinking about things coming to an end, living out their cycle as the seasons do. Whether we embrace the natural endings of all things or resist them, for us to get to a a new level, a new tomorrow or a next step, something kind of has to end. And I started looking at the necessary endings in a different way. And my experience has been, for the most part, feelings of excitement, looking forward to my future, but also a sense of peace. Because I'm trusting that the universe always has my back and that my life will unfold as it is meant to. 
And then there are some endings that we wish weren't happening. I think we could all relate to that. It doesn't feel like a natural step to take, but here they are. Nonetheless, I've had a few of those too. And sometimes it isn't relationships that need to end, whether it's our business or personally, meaning maybe we could end some of our behaviors, patterns, and practices that perhaps have been holding us back. I relate to that too. I have recreated myself and stepped into a new chapter, a career, if you will, and I've had to let go of certain comfortable behaviors in myself, step into that uncomfortable uh, unknown, stepping into that new phase, really not knowing exactly how it's going to unfold. And we never really know because we can't predict the future. So we just have to trust that inner voice sometimes. I'm going to share some of the things that I've been doing to assess whether something has reached its ending or the completion of a cycle, or maybe it just needs a little bit more nurturing and patience and time to, to, to develop. You know, we can get really impatient. Again, I really relate to that as well. So these are just a, a few things that I've really been kind of considering out of reading this wonderful book called Necessary Endings. And it's uh, one thing that they talk about is diagnosing a situation, particularly if you have an opportunity maybe to work with someone to really check in, is this a good match for me? Or is this a project that I can see through? or a project that I want to see through. It makes me think of Tony Robbins, who talks about that 80%, it's probably more than that, of really was what, what is going to have us complete something is the why. Why are we doing this? And I think it's an important question to ask ourselves. So to just kind of a little inquiry on you know, whatever life is bringing you, whether it's an opportunity or you know a project, as I said, to see, does this... Is this the right, you know, is this the right path to take right now? Or is this something maybe that is a little bit of an energy leak for me? Then they talk about in the book pruning. He used a rose bush as a metaphor, and I loved that. And I learned a few things about rose bushes because they actually produce way more buds than the plant can sustain, which I found fascinating. So if you don't prune the ones that maybe they're, they're still alive, but they're not thriving as much, and you have to prune some of the buds for, for the, the rose bush as a whole to really thrive and grow. So pruning, I like that metaphor. And then of course, I think the most important is to do a gut check, checking into oneself, that inner knowing, because sometimes we'll respond to a situation uh, in reaction mode, particularly if it is someone else ending something, we react to it. We're not maybe really sitting with it and, and seeing that, you know what, this is really an opportunity to step into something else and maybe the relationship needs a little reset or something. So really just checking in with the gut, not the mind, aka ego, not that there's not a wonderful, uh, a lot of benefits to, you know, 
solving some problems, if you will, with our mind. But this is about really checking in and seeing how it feels in the body. Deepak Chopra, among so many others, references, you know, if something feels really good, how do you know if it's a yes or a no? See how it feels in your body. And if we can get out of the mind and get quiet, I think that we really will get the answer. And then I recently listened to an Abraham Hicks talk about how can you tell if you are on your, if you are on your life purpose path? And Abraham says it is by the way you feel in it. And those of you that listen to Abraham uh, Hicks know what I'm talking about. So endings, natural part of life, right? And speaking about endings, we're closing the year. I say this all the time. It's really incredible that another year has gone by. And we have just a few days before a new year. And it's a time to plant new seeds and also celebrate what's next. So what better way to do this than with a celebratory festive drink that reflects this time of the year? And what comes to my mind is eggnog. And I'm going to, I will share, I'm going to walk you through the method of this wonderful eggnog that I've developed, which is a plant-based, no egg eggnog because back in the day when I was a kid in holiday time, my grandmother used to make them from scratch and the eggs never really kind of got mixed in properly. So it just, um, I just wasn't having it. I just would, would not enjoy the eggnog. So I had this, all these years, I just had this thought, this feeling about eggnog until I thought, well, let's take the eggs out. So anyway, I will go over that. Um, because when I think of the flavors in eggnog, it feels warming and comforting and delicious. It has all those beautiful spices in it, cardamom and cloves and cinnamon, all those warming spices that really support our system this time of the year. First, I just want to give you a bit of history on eggnog. I found this very interesting. Eggnog is believed to have begun in Europe as early as the 13th century. It was the medieval monks in Britain. They were known to drink posset. I think I'm saying that correctly. It was a warm ale punch with eggs and figs. And over time, this likely merged with the various milk and wine uh, punches often served at social gatherings. And also in the Middle Ages, posset was used as a cold and flu remedy, which again, those beautiful spices, you can throw some ginger in there. Very, very soothing. So I will briefly walk you through the method and just the ingredients that I've used. So raw cashews, you do need to soak them overnight, you know, but that's inactive time. So just some soaked raw cashews and then some full fat coconut cream, unsweetened. They have small little cans, a bit of uh, soy milk or nut milk, a little bit of water, a sweetener like honey or maple syrup, or you could use monk fruit if you want to little vanilla extract, and then those spices, the cinnamon, the cloves, the cardamom. Uh, and I added turmeric, which just created a beautiful festive color. And then to finish it, I shaved some fresh nutmeg on top and topped it off with a cinnamon stick. And I threw all the ingredients minus the cinnamon stick and the nutmeg to finish into a high-powered blender and just mix it up really well. Look at the consistency. Eggnog does have, it's a little on the thick side, so you don't want to water it down. 
and just there you go, just delicious. <laughs> and I hope that you will give this version of the classic eggnog uh, a try and toast to new beginnings and the necessary endings that we will all experience in life. I trust you got a bit of inspiration today. And as always, I thank you for taking the time to listen to A Taste for All Seasons. And if you're feeling you could use some coaching on navigating this year, this new year coming up, reach out to me. You can send me a message at laurierichidoni.com forward slash contact to set up a time for a complimentary coaching consultation. And again, I don't know if I mentioned this, just the uh, drink, that eggnog you can turn into. A lot of tea houses serve it. They call it uh, a, a warm golden milk. And golden because of the turmeric, it gives it that beautiful kind of deep yellow hue. And you could add some ginger, just all the ingredients that we spoke about, but make it warm. Typically, eggnog is on the cooler side. And also, I forgot to mention, for that festive eggnog, traditionally they add a little bit of uh, rum or cognac is tradition, but you could really add whatever you want to. Okay, I would like to leave you with a final thought. Food for thought. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. There's a time to plant and a time to uproot, right? A time to search for something. And there's also a time to perhaps give up that search. If we can get accustomed to, accept in our minds and our heart, the idea of endings that they're natural, expect them rather than fearing them, or even perhaps being blindsided by them. Endings are not only part of our lives, but they, I have come to believe that they are essential to living and thriving and for new things to come in, both professionally and our personal lives, really, if we want to expand. And know that if first you fumble with an ending, life will give us many more opportunities to thrive and to be true to ourselves. And remember, this ending is bending its way to a new start. I wish you a joyful, adventurous new year. May you manifest your deepest wishes and desires. Until next time, bon appetito.